The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is November 22nd, 2016. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Radio. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Another holiday that snuck up on us. <laughs> or it's just time, time just is flying by just way too fast. My co-host uh, is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army, retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV State of Maryland. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir, Gary, and as always, it's great to be with you. All right. Thank you, Bill. Bill, what do you think of last week's show? I thought it was a pretty good show. Outstanding show. Outstanding. We had Jeremy uh, Amick, actually, public off, uh, public affairs officer for the Stover Star Families of America. They've worked very closely with the VA hospitals, communities, and worked directly with the families of the sick veterans. Bill, it's good to see that 97% of every dollar raised goes back to the veterans. That's really something else. And be sure to listen to the archive show, by the way. All our shows are archived, so just go to the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com, and you can just pick and choose. And, Bill, you have a little news article about the five ways to support our veterans. Well, absolutely, Gary. And as you know, uh, Veterans Day, I think, uh, never ceases to leave us. It's, it's with us all the time. Five ways, as you just mentioned, I, I, I came upon this, uh, and I think it's very good. The first one, and these are very simple and fundamental things, listening. Uh, giving our veterans a space to talk about their service and the community a space and a chance to listen. Through the simple act of listening, we extend grace and understanding to our veterans' uh, uh, neighbors and uh, what their service has all been about. Uh, Number two, we can thank a vet, and there's a unique way in thanking a vet now. Uh, In a video, it's an awesome way to create a keepsake to thank a vet. You can upload and customize a message in a few photos, and the site will turn them into a tribute video. The videos are something you can create and share year-round. That's pretty cool. Yes. And, you know, we can serve all year long. For an example, uh, we've got this tremendous concern across the country with homelessness in our cities and even in our rural areas. We can help these individuals. 
also in our neighborhoods. Uh, you know, and it's and it's that time of the year with the weather becoming inclement, with uh, shoveling snow and what have you. And for a, uh, a veteran who may be disabled, we can rally, come together. And help that individual out by shoveling the sidewalk, shoveling the walkway. And, Gary, you know, this is a great way for the uh, the young uh, kids, the teenagers in the neighborhood, they can begin to uh, be involved in acts of service. Uh, as we're all aware, almost all high schools now require uh, a graduating seniors to uh, accomplish community service. Uh, if uh, in your area, tell your civilian friends when you get ready to help your community veterans, invite your civilian friends to come along and find out just what it is all about uh, with being a veteran, their service, and some of the kinds of uh, not-so-good things that they're experiencing. The last one is to be involved in an organization that uh, help and assist veterans. You know, Dr. Martin Luther King once said, we can all be great because we can all serve. So we can be connected with a service organization or a very special organization that we're going to hear about today during our show. All right. Five ways. Yeah, that's that's great. Again, it's not uh, just Veterans Day. It should be every day. Absolutely. That's right. Now, Bill, you have the pleasure of introducing our guest, Darren. And, Gary, it is my honor to introduce Darren Bean, who is the president and founder of the Warrior Thunder Foundation. Darren is the founder, a second-generation retired Army Sergeant Major. He spent, uh, he's been a part of the military his whole life, serving for almost 23 years. He spent almost nine years working for the Department of Defense, developing combat equipment at Natick Soldier Systems Center. A disabled veteran, Darren is a tireless advocate for veterans and servicemen and women alike. Darren has been a member of and or a senior leader in many local veteran service organizations. Darren leads the way in raising awareness for needs of our injured military, disabled veterans, and their family. And recently, uh, as I understand, Darren uh, has moved to South Carolina, where he's now living with his wife, uh, Jody, of 27 years. Darren has one daughter, Carrie, and three wonderful grandchildren. Darren, welcome to the American Heroes Network. Welcome, Darren. Well, gentlemen, thank you very much for that uh, tremendous introduction. I feel like I should stand up and be at attention while you speak. <laughs> <laughs> the whole audience is standing up applauding you. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, thank you for having me on your show today, guys. Uh, you have a tremendous following here. Uh, this show is definitely renowned as a great place for uh, people to talk about veteran issues, whether it be nonprofits or, or not. Uh, so I'm uh, absolutely honored to be here today. Well, appreciate that, Darren. Now, Darren, what was it, the actual deciding factor of developing uh, the Warrior Thunder Foundation? Well, a few veterans 
at uh, the Natick Soldier System Center where I worked there in Massachusetts, a little small army base. We were just talking about helping our brothers and sisters. Uh, we'd been out, some of us had been out for a few years and uh, us and our spouses and some of the great Americans who worked there, and they do have a lot of them there. Uh, we're just talking about what, what can we do? What should we do? And this is all really prior to the 22 veterans a day or committing suicide talk that was going around. But you know, we saw it amongst ourselves with our, our, our brothers and sisters in the area that, that uh, things weren't going to be awesome as they came home. Uh, maybe not as bad as uh, the reception from Vietnam, but that uh, there was going to be some medical uh, issues coming. So we wanted to be part of uh, part of the solution rather than part of the problem. So we decided to put together a motorcycle ride. All of us rode motorcycles. It was one of the things we did together. So we put a ride together. We actually conducted it on a military installation, which is an almost impossible thing to do with the security measures uh, that are out there nowadays in the Department of Defense. And uh, we put together a pretty decent ride, and about we actually threw it together in about a month uh, from the time we had permission from the two-star. And I, th- I think we raised all the thousand dollars that year and, and gave it to a local charity that, that helps uh, that helps veterans. Uh, that was when we did that. We were just you know, hey, this was good, but let's do this for real, uh, and let's let's really make make a bigger difference than a thousand dollars and giving it to somebody else. Uh, so we decided to go through the application process to become a federally recognized 501c3 nonprofit, uh, and that began about a year later. All right. That was, uh, that was our start. All right. Now, um, do you get together with Rolling Thunder? Is that uh, maybe a, a partner that you work with? Nope, completely not affiliated. Nope. Okay. Uh, they, uh, they do what they do. Um, they are, uh, you know, they are obviously more of a motorcycle organization, um, raising awareness for different things. A lot of PWMAA stuff, um, but we do have some. There are some local chapters who we have uh, partnered with for some promotion and stuff like that. But uh, we are not technically affiliated with them. Okay, okay. Just want to clarify that. Also, you know, I know that you also provide uh, scholarships uh, for veterans and their and their children. My perception, um, maybe I was wrong on this, that even if the, uh, you have a child of a fallen a fallen parent, um, uh, they're not given any type of scholarship funding uh, through the VA or anything like that, right? Well, you know. Gary Ray, there's an awful lot of veterans and those who are not classified technically as veterans, but still who who raise their right hand to serve in our country, uh, who who don't fall under the umbrella of free education. If they've fallen necessarily free education for the children, there are a lot of people outside that umbrella. It's one of those things that makes our organization unique is we look for people who honorably served. Traditional National Guard soldiers who serve one weekend a month and two weeks a year are not considered veterans by the VA. Um, But you know what? They raised their right hand. If they got hurt uh, on their two weeks a year, their weekend, uh, whatever it might have been, if they didn't do any active duty time, they still deserve benefits that that we can provide them. Uh, So that's why uh, our scholarships, our scholarships are both uh, for the veteran and and you mentioned the children veteran, uh, children children and veterans scholarship that we have, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of veterans come back uh, a little bit different than when they went to, to war or when they joined the military. And sometimes they're prevented from making a, a tremendous salary due to their injuries or illnesses. 
PTSD, traumatic brain injuries, amputations, etc. So uh, that means there's a chance if they didn't, if they've already used their GI Bill and they don't pass a GI Bill down to their child or they're not eligible for a decent GI Bill, that, uh, that maybe their child is not going to go to school uh, and have an opportunity to um, be a, a productive member of society. We don't want these injuries and illnesses to become generational. Uh, our, our, our nation sends our men and women to war. They accept uh, what happens to them. You know, we all sign, we all raise our right hand, knowing fully what what could happen. Um, but we don't want that to affect their children. The military life already affects children uh, with you know constant moves, the worries about mom or dad being in combat. Uh, we want those children to be able to go to school and uh, end uh, this this issue right where it starts. So that is why we have the, the Veterans Children Scholarship. We think it's really important to, again, another unique part of our organization is we look at the entire picture. We don't focus just on PTSD or TBI or, or, or KIAs or WIAs. Mm-hmm. We really want to focus on the entire picture here. And again, you know, if you have a child who... You can't afford to send to college. There's one more stressor in that home. We want to reduce those stressors of unemployability or uh, physical uh, injuries and illnesses and relationship issues. So we want to reduce those stressors in the home so we don't get to that point where, you know, now 20 veterans a day commit suicide. So we don't want to focus on the, 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 the suicide aspect that's focusing on the end of the problem we want to focus on the beginnings of the problems, and, and this is one of them. That's true. Very true. But as far as a, a child uh, losing a parent um, uh, for being in the military, uh, they should be given some type of uh, help when it comes to schooling, scholarships, or funding of some type. They should. You know, obviously, if uh, if our nation has sent a, a young man or woman to, off to war and, and we've lost him or her because of that, then uh, we shouldn't, uh, that child, that, that spouse, those children completely um, should not, their lives shouldn't end there too. They should be given every opportunity to succeed and, and be a productive member of society. That's correct. That's correct. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a variety channel, and we'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Darren Bean, president for the, uh, for the Warrior Thunder Foundation. And Bill? Well, uh, Darren, welcome again, and I, I just want to commend you on the uh, outstanding website for the organization that you have as, as we're airing. I'm here, and I'm going through, and you're doing a lot of great things. And you, you mentioned one of, the, one of the things that you wanted to talk about was some of the grant programs that you're involved in and in, uh, in helping out. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, thanks, Bill. Uh, so one of our other programs is a it's a dual, it's a financial assistance program and a gr- veteran grant program. So our financial assistance program can help veterans a little bit down on their luck uh, who maybe need a hand up, uh, paying a mortgage bill this month, paying uh, their car bill this month so it doesn't get repossessed. Uh, they might need a computer to go, to go back to school and maybe, again, maybe the GI Bill is not covering it or they're not eligible for a decent GI, part of the GI Bill. So we want to be able to give them a little bit of a hand up. We follow that up with some financial counseling if they need it. Uh, if they need help in school, we'll direct them to proper resources. We have a great network of other nonprofits up here that maybe we can't do something, but they can. So we, uh, uh, we like the financial assistance program. It really, we touch our veterans and we maintain communication with them uh, long after uh, we, you know, we give them the, the, the thousand dollars or whatever it might be. But the grant program you refer to is, uh, we use our grant program primarily to fund service dogs, the service animals for our veterans, uh, particularly those with PTSD, TBI, uh, and any other, any other injury or illness, uh, which requires some assistance, uh, working animals, particularly service dogs, uh, have become a great help. Uh, we bought a few service dogs uh, that are fully trained uh, to help some local uh, local veterans in Massachusetts, and they've changed their life. Uh, they just make a giant difference. I, I chat with one who we'll just call him E uh, right now. I chat with him every now and then, and you know the, the dog. If he's having nightmares at night, the dog who always sleeps with him, and uh, the dog's name is Freedom. What more a beautiful name can you have than that? Mm-hmm. Uh, fr- freedom will lay on his chest and lick his face. And how how can you have a bad day when there's a dog licking your face? You know. Uh, so uh, we love we love that part of the grant. We actually helped a local nonprofit. This is one of my favorite stories. We helped a local nonprofit develop a healing with horses program for veterans. They had taught equine therapy, uh, so it's just the teaching horsemanship how to ride a horse, et cetera, how to be with a horse. Uh, they've been teaching equine therapy for mostly disabled children and children with other disabilities. Um, they wanted to do a, a veteran program, so they got some funding for that. We helped them develop the program uh, surrounding uh, PTSD, TBI, 
and just social reintegration issues that our veterans have and changing from being in the military all your life or what you've known in your adult life to being a civilian and, um, and also for uh, victims of military sexual trauma. So I went through the first eight-week program as well. It was a really neat program. Uh, I thought horses were these big, dumb animals that, you know, just should be on the field, but I found out they're not. They're pretty amazing, and they really help you a lot. But there was a, a class later on, a couple classes down the road, where a, a female veteran was just not not really digging it. Uh, she didn't like uh, crowds. This big, dumb animal in front of her didn't make her feel safe. She was a victim of military sexual trauma, which obviously has its own issues uh, along with PTSD. I mean, it's a very, another very specific uh, injury. So wasn't really liking it. And we'd also bought a horse uh, to assist with this program. The horse's name was Rio. And she was kind of standing there off to the side, not really involved, just not wanting to be part of this eight-week program. And until our horse, Rio, actually walked up to her, put his face, his snout on her shoulder, and just looked her in the eyes. And this veteran just lost it. She instantly fell in love she knew that she was in a safe place. And, you know, those with PTSD, those victims of military sexual trauma, that is a key. They need to be the, they need to feel they're in a safe place. And she knew with this horse, she was in a safe place. She said it literally changed her life and allows her now to go out. Obviously, she doesn't have the, the horse with her every time. You know, the horse stays back at the, at the uh, where it's still working. But, uh, but that horse gave her the ability to now move on a little bit um, uh, from being more homebound to being out in society. And uh, it's just amazing what these animals can do. Uh, We now have a uh, therapy dog down at Joint Base Cape Cod in uh, Massachusetts, so out there in the beautiful Cape, who uh, they run continuous operations out there, both soldiers and airmen. And uh, the director of psych psychological operations will have the dog in therapy sessions to calm the veteran. And a lot of getting to the root of our issues as veterans with PTSD and, and, and depression, anxiety, et cetera, uh, is being relaxed enough to get there. Sometimes that takes medication, but a, a beautiful little black Labrador laying at your feet, uh, licking your ankles kind of relaxes you too. Uh, she'll also take the dog out on the flight line while they're running continuous operations, high-stress environment, very high-stress, uh, to, again, relax, bring down that stress level so that the, the soldiers and airmen who are out there are fo- focused on what they're doing and the stress isn't overwhelming them. So uh, it's, it's a pretty neat program. Uh, of course, you know, again, dogs, horses, animals, being involved with humans is always a good story, and uh, we know that's, again, an, another part of it, getting our veterans out into society, not allowing them to stay home, regardless of PTSD, TBI, unless they're physically homebound, you know, because of loss of limbs or, or extreme uh, TBI. But we know we have to get them out into society. Working dogs are a way to do that, breaking that barrier of mistrust is a way to do that, and uh, so that's why we're that's why we're pretty happy about that program. All right, and, now, and Darren, you know that, that that that's very important because you know I'm thinking as you're talking that how we get to all of this where your organization, the Warrior Thunder Foundation, comes into play. 
because many of our people who serve, and, and, and I want to talk about all of our veterans who serve, but, 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 but a segment that you mentioned, that's, that's the National Guardsmen and, and, the, uh, and the reservists. These individuals were living rather <laughs> successful lives, pride uh, deployments, multiple deployments, raising a family, uh, managing a household, sending their kids to school, but for these back-to-back kinds of deployments they have, they've come in the situations which you have described, given us some snapshots in coming back uh, uh, and, and being able to now have to reintegrate. Uh, are they readjusting back to being with family? M- many of the things that they've been exposed to comes back in a way that it creates a fracturing in the family and the children that you mentioned, it's so important because, you know, I think it's the hope and dreams of uh, any family that their kids can go on and be successful. But for this situation, for the serving spouse in the family, these conditions come about, and it's so important in what you're doing, and I'm sure that you've got many stories whereby you've assisted folks that are like that and continue to do that. Absolutely, sir. You know, uh, we're focused in New England. Uh, New England has a very high density of uh, veterans uh, and still serving National Guardsmen, uh, who, as you say, are a have the, has its own, have their own unique issues when it comes to returning from deployments. Our, your, our active brothers and sisters go back to the same community who are having the same problems, who can deal with it together. Uh, they're still being trained military every day. It's in the forefront every day. Our reserve component, the National Guard, go back home to hopefully the business that they were being part of before. Maybe they lost their business. I had a, a, a guy who I served with who had to give up his business. He ran a construction company. And while he was deployed two times, he couldn't keep his company going. Uh, so he had to lose his business. And now he's going to come back home and look for a job, maybe reconsider buying all that equipment again to start up his business. And he doesn't have the support structure there as much as the active component. Uh, he doesn't live right next to 50 other soldiers in, you know, in base housing. Uh, he doesn't have Army community services right on his doorstep. He doesn't have the chaplain right on his doorstep. So they have a tremendous amount more issues because of their... You know, if you think of the active soldier as the urban guy and the National Guard soldier as the rural guy with regard to the, the, their, their services that they have to help them. So while they can maybe socially reintegrate better because they were already part of that social group of the guy who lived in a row who's a lawyer and the soccer mom next door, et cetera, um, this, the resources they need are not necessarily there. I got out in 2007. Um, my, I think in 2005 uh, was when I heard the National Guard had first started family readiness groups. That means we'd been at war for how many years? Uh, you know, quite a few years, and they didn't have family readiness groups, which are already which were part of the active component for you know for 20 years or however long it's been. Um, but they had, they in itself had a, because they all you know live together and play together are their own family readiness group, but. The National Guard didn't have that. So there are definite issues uh, with the National Guard. We do focus 
uh, a lot. We have a great partnership with the Massachusetts uh, National Guard, both Army and Air. Uh, we do work with their family readiness group personnel uh, to provide resources that we can provide uh, or help with, again, our, our partner, our, our network of partners, both nonprofits and uh, industry who can help out. Uh, so we do work a lot with them. I think last year, uh, I'm sorry, we're, we're still in this year. Uh, we probably, I think we've given about $20,000 in uh, financial assistance to Mass National Guard uh, soldiers and airmen. Uh, so it, it, it is important. Yes, it That's... is, uh, Darren. And, and, and you know, I, I'm listening to you about the kinds of things that uh, uh, are needed to help our men and women get back to uh, uh, in some way to where they were before they they have these kinds of experiences they're having now. Uh, but you know, one of the things that we're very proud of here at the American Heroes Network, and I think uh, 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 Gary will also uh, bless this, if you will, that we've come in contact with so many other organizations such as yourself. And the thing that I think is most important, if we can ever uh, get this to aware that we're interacting with each, each other out there because there's so many things that you may be concerned about in your organization that's being uh, taken, uh, being uh, offered in other areas, and for that matter of partnering or coming to our, our, our expansive archives of programs, I think you can see that this situation be, can be a lot less difficult than it is. Bill, you know, you, you couldn't have set me up for what I wanted to talk about next any better. It's like you're reading, it's like you're reading my script. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's not your, what you're 100% correct, partnering with other networks, uh, other nonprofits uh, uh, who do this. But it's about bringing the entire community back. Uh, we talk about a civilian military divide. While, all, while there will always be a technical divide, a non-veteran won't know what it's like to be a veteran, we can get rid of these emotional misinformation divides. It's, a, it's incumbent upon all of us, the nonprofits, the, the non-veterans, and the veterans. So we're all one team here in this great big sphere we call Earth, in, inside of our wonderful nation of America. But we need to, specifically here in America, work as one nation we are brothers and sisters, cousins and uncles. If we can reintegrate our veterans back into society, helping veterans understand that that was a part of their life, being in the military, it's not the only thing that defines them. Get them back into the community to get some new chapters to their life with their neighbors, with their churches, with their business opportunities. Uh, if we can get them back in, and if we can get, like you mentioned earlier, a great segment on the five things you can do to help a veteran, if we can get the non-veterans to listen, just listen to what that life was like and have some compassion, empathy, and sympathy, then we can really be back more together as a nation. So this solves more than uh, just the veteran, non-veteran, military divide. It can bring the, our nation back together for all working industry. We partner and I use the term partner very specifically. We partner with a lot of industry, a lot of businesses, small and large, to be a part of this journey with us. We don't, while we love just plain donations, we'll take your $20 and move on. That is not what our emphasis is on. We want your small business, your large business, 
to be a part of this journey. So, sure, give us the, the X amount of dollars to help be a sponsor for a golf tournament or whatever it is. Um, but we also want you to send your leadership to our events. Let them be the golf foursome if you, if you want. Uh, send, your, send your employees to volunteer at one of our events or help volunteer to plan one of our events or, or one of our programs. Uh, attend our comedy show in April. Um, it's very important that th- these partnerships develop. And it's not just a, I mean, some organizations will take your 20 bucks, send you a blanket and be on. That's all they wanted from you. We, we don't, A, we're not going to give you a blanket. Uh, B, we want you to be part of this. We want you to walk alongside. The community has to work together. So if you can bring this business in and all their employees and they tell two friends in that business. So we develop partnerships far more than we then we try to develop uh, sponsorships. Again, we, yeah, we want money too because money helps us raise awareness and helps us do things. But um, when we can involve organizations like we have Northeast Insurance Agency who are our true partners in this, they are much a part of the organization as I am. Uh, when we can have people like that who send all their people to all of our events, uh, their volunteers, it's, 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 that's, that's, that's the important thing I think the, this nation needs to get to, and that's the important thing that this foundation is focusing on. That's true. Now, again, we're going to go ahead and take a break, but before we do, I want to remind everybody about the Veterans Suicide Prevention Channel and their national campaign. Donate $22 today to help build a very important veterans broadcast studio. The VSP channel totally understands that it's hard times for a lot of us, so they are now accepting any amount for their campaign. Even if it's just a dollar, no matter how much you give to this cause, we want to say thank you from the bottom of our hearts for your support. It means a lot to our veterans and military families. You, our listeners, are the catalyst for this campaign, so pass this info on to your friends and family. You're not only going to be helping our veterans and their families, but you're helping create jobs for these veterans. The VSP channel is appealing directly to the general public with this call to action, donate $22 or any amount you can today campaign. With help from those special people who care, they can build this state-of-the-art veterans broadcast studio so go to the vspchannel.com and learn more and donate today you're listening to the american heroes network radio powered by voice america on a variety channel and we'll be right back Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. 
for those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Darren Bean, president for the Warrior Thunder Foundation. And Bill, you had a question? Well, first of all, Gary, I'd just like to comment on the fact that uh, in looking at the website, I can see that Darren's wife is uh, with him, uh, working with the organization. And, you know, something about having the spouse in the organization they keep us on that compass and uh, make sure we stay on the on the straight and narrow. But I, you know, I think it's so important in the fact of having you know a a, a semblance of the family, husband and wife team there. And many of these individuals that uh, you're serving is coming from families who've been fractured in such a way. In particularly, women who have served this great country of ours now. And you talked about suicides and the rate. Darren, it's, it's astounding. The suicide rate among our women veterans is so much beyond to their counterparts in our general population. And, and, and I've taken uh, uh, time to realize what you said in terms of emphasizing those things up front to keep them and sort of uh, on the on the right track so that this doesn't happen. But 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 for some reason we seem to forget about this. You know, uh, some people I, I talk to and they say, "Well, Jane, you're talking about women war veterans." We are, but there are some special needs there with women, and I'm, I'm almost certain that you've run across those and can speak to that situation with this problem of suicides that we're having. You know, Bill. You know, you you bring goosebumps when you when you first mentioned that. You, you, you couldn't have hit it on the head more. Yes, we are all one veteran. Uh, we are all seeking the same um, thing at the end of the day. But you're right. There are certain entities, certain parts of the veteran community that are that appear to be more effective than others. Um, I, I believe uh, the current statistics out there say that a woman veteran is 80 times more likely to commit suicide than a non-woman veteran. That is a staggering, staggering number. Uh, I, I don't even know where to go with that number. I mean, there are obviously many reasons um, behind it. Uh, a, a, female veterans see the same thing that male veterans see. Um, so they're automatically going to start at a, at a certain level, uh, that same, uh, same amount. But also, uh, female veterans are far more, more likely to be victims of military sexual trauma. Uh, military sexual trauma is is a 
you know, can be thought of as, oh, you, uh, I can't report that. We know that, we know that rapes are, are, are not reported enough uh, in both the community and certainly in the military as well. Uh, so it's underreported. PTSD is underreported. Some say in cases it's overreported here and there, but a lot of people don't want to be scorned by being labeled as having PTSD. Rape is a very private, uh, more personal issue uh, than just plain PTSD. So they're less likely to seek treatment, uh, and certainly for longer periods of time. And we know the longer you go um, without seeking treatment for any injury illness, um, specifically PTSD, the longer you go, the harder it is to, quote unquote, cure or bring under control. Uh, so uh, women veterans out there are, are, are more likely to be homeless because, again, it's all, uh, they're all downward spirals. You start with the, the, a poor transition, coming home with military sexual trauma, coming home with PTSD, coming home with whatever other injury or illness you have, uh, and now you have to go get employment in a world where you don't trust things because of your, uh, your PTSD and your MST. So you don't really want to go out and get a job because you're, it, your mind doesn't want you to leave. Uh, so you have employment issues. Your spouse does not understand it as much. Why can't you get, get over it is the old saying that you always hear out there. Uh, so relationship issues fall apart. Uh, and then it just a downward spiral to homelessness, uh, to medical issues, and then to that veteran suicide. Um, it's a it's a staggering number that eighty to ninety percent more likely a female veteran will commit suicide than their counterpart in the in the non-veteran world. Uh, um, women veterans are four times more likely to be homeless than a than a male veteran. Again, there's some drastic things out there. I think the the system has not focused on the unique needs of the woman veteran. Uh, we know it's only been uh, the last year or two they have started to focus more on female-specific issues um, it, at the VA, um, you know, certain needs that, that, that women have that men don't have. Uh, so uh, it's, it's, a, it's a giant, scary thing, that, that segment of our veteran population for sure, Bill. And, and Darren, you know, the, the thing that gets my attention about this, in, in, in every aspect of where our veterans uh, need service, that there's so many gaps in those services starting at the federal level right down to the community level. And I think that the more we can be active in an organization such as yours to, to try and fill those gaps as much as possible. And we need help because if the feds aren't doing it, you know, can we get the state involved? Can we get the, uh, the, the counties, the municipalities, and down to the grassroots organizations? This is everybody's game to, uh, to, to, to pick up and take a spot and do what needs to be done. We, we, Absolutely, we Bill. Absolutely, you know, Bill, and that's that's why uh, the Warrior Thunder Foundation, along with some wonderful partners, uh, is in the initial stages of building a veteran center in uh, Metro West, Massachusetts. Um, we're going to focus on that whole picture. We're going to provide uh, a facility uh, that other nonprofits can come in and share resources. Again, networking with those who can do specific things. We're going to have peer-to-peer -peer mentoring for veterans, financial counseling, wellness, alternative therapies on-site. We're going to have on-site service dog training 
So a lot of places train your dog and then send you your dog and meet you with you a couple times. We're going to have on-site you bring that dog, you train that dog, and you go home with that dog. Uh, ongoing programs. We're going to have support groups for PTSD, TBI, MST, drug and alcohol addiction. Uh, we're going to bring in the community to support this, uh, this center. Uh, we're going to have meals so that veterans can sit down with other veterans, sometimes with other veterans and families, and just discuss the pros and the cons, what worked, what didn't work, what do you do for this? Uh, I use this organization. Great. Uh, we're doing this in a non-competitive partner. Bring everybody together um, to include the community. We'll bring in the community to have career count, provide career counseling, uh, physical well-being counseling, training and job placement in real careers. Um, it, it's uh, it's going to be a very wonderful facility. The community is already coming together to support this. We just started this a, a couple months ago, this, this, um, this big couple-year program. Uh, we're very excited about it. We think it attacks all aspects of the veteran issue. Um, and, and again, it's, it's going to be an opportunity to bring the veteran back into the community, to bring the community to partner back with the veteran. Uh, you know, back in the days of World War One, World War Two, the veterans came home, and look what they became when they came home. They became leaders of industry, leaders in the church, uh, leaders in politics. They were leaders in the community. So we want to ensure that that happens with this. Many millions of veterans who came home from these recent wars, our longest wars in history, uh, the last 14, 15 years here, uh, we want... Um, those to have the same opportunities to be the great leaders that we know veterans are and to, uh, and to do a holistic look at this is the only way to do it. To just focus on he has PTSD. She has Darren, it can happen. It. it can really happen. I, I yep. just uh, uh, want to give you a heads up, and uh, Gary can speak to this also. There's an organization out in Oregon, and I think that the, 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 the gentleman that uh, runs this organization is originally from Massachusetts. It's called Tools for Troops, and four is the numeric troop. Uh, uh, numeric for, and they uh, specialize in providing stu tools to veterans across the nation, all but for the asking. And I'm sure you've come in contact with somebody who's got a skill, if uh, if it's just for hobby or if it's uh, uh, to making a living, that but for having a good uh, pack of tools that they can work with. Uh, they could be on their way. So that's just one of the kinds of organizations that's out there. And if we can extend and get that uh, partnership and connection, how we can be interdependent across this country. That's right. You know, we we plan on bringing in a lot of organizations like that. We're 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 um, our biggest partner right now is ClearPath out of uh, upstate New York. They um, they are helping guide us. In that aspect, we we think we know an awful lot about things. ClearPath has been doing this for many years now. Uh, they have these on-site programs. Uh, they've been they've been you know feeding soldier uh, feeding veterans for a long period. So we're working very close in hand with them uh, to ensure that we head down the right path right from the very beginning. 
And we're really excited about our local industry, our partners industry, who are ready to, to help this out. You know, and we will be having those type of tools, teaching people how to do certain things, art therapies, yoga therapies, uh, 3D printing therapy, uh, you name it. We wanna, we're going to load this thing up with options for veterans to get back to their, get back to their life uh, right. and help them, underst- help them understand that that was just a part of their life. Now let's right. carry on with the rest of their life. That's correct. Now, again, you have you ever heard of the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel? Yes, I have, yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, what is it? Animals have their own channel. How come veterans don't? So this is right. what they're trying to do. <laughs> this is what they're trying to do, and uh, they're becoming very successful at it, and uh, there's going to be a lot of publicity on it as of the first of the year. So keep an eye out for that. Well, we're going to go take a quick break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a variety channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo@americanheroesnetwork.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Darren Bean, President for the Warrior Thunder Foundation. Now, uh, Darren, I think we have a birthday. <laughs> we do. You know, it's, uh, being in the military, there are uh, the families, uh, there are pros and cons to, you know, mil- the, the family relationships. There are definitely things that are good, things that are bad. Correct. Soldiers spend an awful lot of time away from their families, unfortunately, miss, miss an awful lot of firsts, first walks, first hellos, uh, first communions, etc. So it's, uh, it's important that we remember that family. And uh, I also happen to have a daughter, as you mentioned, um, who I'm sure I missed an awful lot of her firsts uh, being gone to different places. Uh, so I want to wish a happy birth, happy 33rd birthday. She'll kill me for saying that. But happy 33rd birthday <laughs> to my daughter, Carrie Bean. All right. All right. Now, you have an idea 
and uh, to provide a place for veterans to gather and talk, uh, more like a, a peer-to-peer situation. Uh, why don't you tell us about that? So we're starting, this is kind of a two-stage two thing, Gary Ray. We're going to begin a what's called the canteen uh, here in uh, the next few months. The canteen, back in World War II, there was a canteen in North Platte, Nebraska, to be really quick. Every time the train troops coming through bringing soldiers to the coast to go to war, uh, we'd, we'd stop there to get the water and such for the train. The local community would uh, come in and bring them sandwiches, food, Scooby snacks, whatever, uh, to make them feel warm and loved while they were headed off, knowing many of them weren't coming home. Um, but this canteen concept, we want to re-energize and right now, our, our plan is to re-energize it in the local fire stations in the community. Uh, we know firemen are, are a strong part of our community. Uh, so having this canteen there where veterans can come, break bread, share stories, have compassion for each other. You know, when you, when you share a meal with somebody, Gary Ray, um, particularly maybe somebody who you served with or, or you knew somebody you served with, it's a, it forms an attachment and that makes you more part of that community. And again, that's what we're looking for. So this canteen will be starting up here in the next few months as a, as a uh, stopgap between that and the time that this, uh, this center is going to, uh, the New England uh, Veterans Center is, is going to be formed. And um, might have mentioned that this Veterans Center is going to be named the Corporal Vincent Mannion Brodeur Center uh, after uh, Vinnie Brodeur, who is a young Massachusetts veteran, uh, severely injured uh, in combat, um, but who is a local superstar because despite his injuries, severe injuries, uh, where they had to basically remove half of his skull to fix him, uh, he is an inspiration to every human being who walks in front of him. Him, his father Jeff, and his, and his, and his wife, uh, who are also veterans and also been a giant in the veteran community um, in helping uh, bring services to all those who need it. But uh, so yeah, this canteen should be going in the next couple months. Um, it's going to be pretty exciting. Again, as a segue to uh, the, the Vinnie Brodeur uh, Veteran Center. So we're, right. pretty, we're pretty excited about that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Now, why don't you go ahead and give us your URL? So, uh, yep, if uh, anybody needs more information uh, to check out our scholarships, financial assistance plans, see what we're doing, follow us along, you can go to www.warriorthunder.org. So just like it sounds, warriorandthunder.org. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook. You know, we, we post an awful lot of information, again, Integrating with the community is so very important. Uh, raising awareness of them, making our vet- having our veterans go out into the community. So you'll see a lot of posts on our social media about that, about integrating. Uh, and I challenge here as, as we uh, wind down this interview, which I am so grateful for, I challenge my brothers and sisters, not just the, vet- the civilian community, I challenge my brothers and sisters to go out there and be a part of the community where you can go to the churches, Go to the businesses, let people know you're a veteran, proudly tell them your story. Uh, they need to know. Uh, if you don't go out and tell your story, they can't figure it out on their own. We are just as responsible to erase this civilian military divide as they are. We tend to blame them. They don't know what we're talking about. They've never been there. Well, if we don't, I've never been pregnant, but I'm pretty sure I can have compassion for a woman and have understanding for a woman who's had it. I may technically never know what it feels like, 
but I can have compassion, empathy, and understanding, and I can listen to her tell me how horrifying that hour, 24 hours of, of childbirth was. So it's up, it's up to us as veterans to get out there. We, we can't stand where we are and expect them to come to us. We must right. meet in the middle. All right. They say is uh, having a kidney stone is almost that. Right? <laughs> uh, I've, I've heard that, and I don't wish that on anybody as well. So I can have, I can have empathy and sympathy, and if, and if you tell me how painful it is and how much you cried uh, when, it, when, it, when, it, when it finally passed, then that divide is erased a little bit. I'll never right. feel it, but hopefully. <laughs> but right. uh, that's, that's, that's the goal. We, we have to all come together as one here. Veterans, yes. I challenge you, get out there, be in your communities, do the right thing like you did when you had your uniform on. Hua. All right. It was a pleasure having you on our show today, Darren. And uh, again, um, anytime you have an event coming up, let us know. And thanks a lot, Bill, for being the co-host. And if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7. You can hear them under the archived, just go to the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and you'll be able to pull them all up. And you can hear them right from your phone. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. I'm Gary Ray. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Have a happy and safe Thanksgiving. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation.